To the show. I'm here with Christina, Jackson, and Linus, the two cutest chihuahuas I've ever seen in my entire life. It's true. And Christina's pretty cute too sometimes. Mm. And I think today I want to talk a, a little bit about vaccines and the issue of respect <laughs> when it as pertaining to following rules. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I've been thinking a lot about respect as, you know, I was kind of thinking about like how I could potentially be received by the community, by the things I say and the things I think and the things I do. And not in a way that's like, I fear judgment, but in a way that's just, you know, how I could be seen as someone who's disrespecting the the rules because I kind of am. I mean, I am. (laughs) But I kind of just wanted to add some, I guess, perspective to that, even though I've done it in the past. But as the lockdowns have been put in place again, and I actually was reading a couple of news articles from the local paper today. And one of them was talking about just, you know, how our numbers are going up and congratulating everyone that's been doing everything up into this point and to tell others to do the same. And so, and as far as mask wearing goes, I do put on a mask. Like I went to like a a senior's home earlier this week and got some stuff from an estate sale. I put on a mask there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I was kind of thinking of like when is an appropriate time to wear a mask and when it's not. So like I feel like I was walking into a place that would be vulnerable. And no matter what, if it's COVID or not, like disease or diseases, like, you know, those are vulnerable people, vulnerable people. So I did wear one there and, you know, I've been contemplating grocery store mask wearing cause I usually don't. Um, but I do sanitize because that seems to be a thing, but I was kind of just thinking like, you know, what? Should I? Like, should I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get I don't know. I feel like as far as the respect thing goes, there's kind of like that old saying. It's like, where do your like your rights end where mine begin or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there is something to that with the mask because I feel like if I'm keeping my six feet away, I'm not speaking moistly or breathing heavily. I'm not touching things I'm not going to buy. I'm respecting people's space, you know. I feel like then that like my autonomy should also be respected and if we're all just walking around feeling disrespected then maybe it just sort of vetoes it out because if you feel disrespected by my no mask and I feel disrespected by you making me put on a mask mm-hmm. then let's just agree to disagree right. not too much it's like a it's one of those like stalemates or whatever because it's just sort of like where do you go from there because we're getting to a point where more and more people are not wearing the mask where equally as more people are getting angry about people not wearing the mask. So at what point do you like live and let live? Yeah. And like, well, I mean, Oh, sorry. Well, and like until I'm like actually doing someone harm, do you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I don't know anyone who has COVID. If I did, I would, I would stay home. You know, if I found out that somebody I'd been near been at work or something like that, I'd follow those rules. But 
I just think until I feel like I'm a danger to the public, I'm, I, I feel like I'm being respectful. And, like, maybe my version of respectful and their version is just different. And Yeah, I guess I don't feel like the virus is anywhere close to me at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think, you know, as numbers increased and as there was, you know, actually what would warrant calling it a pandemic mm-hmm. in medicine now because it hasn't been a mm-hmm. pandemic here. And yet we've followed all these rules and you know you can attribute the low numbers because of following the rules of course i know that that's a thing um but then there's places like florida who barely have any rules and their numbers are super low yeah i kind of had wondered if florida's weather was something to do with that do you think i have no idea i'm not really sure what what causes it but i feel like sometimes the rules like harsh rules haven't equaled less numbers necessarily. Well, here's the thing. So when I learned that I was listening to a doctor, he's a, uh, oh my God, I can't remember if I talked about this on the last episode or not. <laughs> I think, I, okay, so I've been obsessed with vitamin D. I've told all of my friends to be taking vitamin D. You told me about D. it? Yes. Have you been taking it? No. Okay. <laughs> Basically, you're all vitamin D I'm deficient. Sorry. Everyone's vitamin D deficient. Like if you live in Canada throughout this, the fall, winter, you're vitamin D deficient. And vitamin D is like a huge factor in your uh, immune system function. And it's like... And your mood, I think, too, right? Totally, yeah. Which is like very similar It's the systems, sunshine vitamin. Yeah. I mean, like... It's the thing that creates all life and makes everything live and thrive. <laughs> it's literally like, as soon as I really like absorbed this information, I was like, it's literally like the simplest solution. Uh-huh. And it's like inarguable i mean just go outside in the sun and like how how do you feel yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're literally plants yeah like we're just animals Mm -hmm. and uh well we're not literally plants did did i read figuratively did i read something or was this like a joke online about something bill gates is trying to dim the sun oh yeah because of car which is crazy because if if it turns out we're all vitamin d deficient say that's a, a thing i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying let's for for argument's sake, let's say that is the thing, and they he, they He's, would they probably know that I would think like if they're all really you know well the most basic thing shit. yeah of course and so like why on earth would you want to dim the sun oh global, well, global climate warming. change of course but it's like it has nothing to do with all the pollution I know but it's just it's just oh my god what are the odds what a weird let's just dim the sun and oh actually or spray the atmosphere with like. UV blocking and grow all our food in greenhouses with UV lights and stuff oh, like cool. that too. That, so we're not even our food's not even great. really. That's why when people like that sounds really sustainable. I feel like it's like we're living in like Idiocracy, the movie. I don't know if you've seen it yet. You actually referenced Idiocracy on one of the podcast it's, episodes. It's getting worse by the day. Like you watch we it. We really gotta watch that. We should watch it as like a almost like a book club movie club. We'll like mention a movie on the podcast. We'll all watch it, and then next week we'll dissect it <laughs> yeah we talked about that Luke could be Wilson. fun yeah but anyways yeah in in uh in, in idiocracy they water all the plants with gatorade because they don't yeah you brought that yeah and then one guy's like and they're like oh our crops are dying and we don't understand why and the one guy's like from the from the past comes to the future and he's like well you have to water them with water and they water it with water and all of a sudden everything grows and they think this guy's like a genius because every, yeah. everything's gotten so dumbed down over time that like even the simplest thing like giving the wat like giving water to plants or giving sun to people seems crazy. Well, I'm pretty sure that that won't happen because there's power in numbers, and it seems that a lot of people are kind of to grasp what's like what what's going on. Like I feel like there's a silent majority mm-hmm. of people, not even so silent, 
that are, you know, considering looking at our leadership, which speaking of respect, I don't respect so the polit- so many politicians. I don't respect so like Canada's top doc do not respect her at all. Well, because do like, we respect Why people? would I follow her rules? Like, get out of well, here. Well, do we respect people just based on their title? Position. Because we're told to. Oh, she has a this and she has a that, or he's this and he's that. It's like, so I should just automatically respect them? Like, I don't know their yeah. their morals. I don't know if they cheat or beat their wives. I don't know what their situation is. But to yeah. just come out and be like, oh, and I just because you're a doctor blindly. or a scientist doesn't mean you deserve respect. Yeah. Especially if you're doing science that's corrupt. Yeah. When you be, yeah. Exactly. So I find it funny, actually, when people use the science as their big debate, because like we were talking about it before, I was doing just like a little bit, I don't know, whenever I do research, I kind of just like, I'm like, who's the CEO of this company? What did they used to do? Follow the money. Follow the money. That's always good. So in my research, and this is probably well known, but I guess it just seems like it's been lost on people, but the, the, the CEO of Moderna just got put into place like in 2018 or 2019 Mm -hmm. and he was headhunted by an investment firm so the investment firm chose him hired him to be the ceo of moderna and in the last year like all the head scientists have quit a lot of them have and a lot of people have just left no one said anything i'm sure they all had to sign like NDAs, non-disclosure agreements and stuff like that i'm sure so all this head scientists from moderna that have been there for all these years are, are gone and it's being run by this like marketing genius guy who's who's hired by an investment firm and investment firms are basically run by old rich white guys who buy stocks in companies like vaccine companies and big farm companies so when people talk about the science it's sort of like it doesn't really matter always what comes out and i know there's lots of different like different things and moderna is just one example but when your bosses say this is the answer we want and you don't produce the right answer, you either quit or you get fired and they'll replace you with somebody who will give them the right answer. And if that's the mentality of the company, it just doesn't seem like maybe it's all on the up and up as far as like the science goes and how easy it is it to fudge a number or leave out a result or do anything like that, especially when they want to make money. Like their investment, the investors want to make money. That At the end of the day, that's all they want. They don't really care about your health, whatever. Yeah, of course. They want to make money. So how can they market a vaccine? You have to create a market for a vaccine. Yep. <laughs> so it's just business at the end of the day. And we're all just kind of stuck in the middle of it. And they just have to sell these vaccines now to pay off their investors. And, yeah. and the, the investment firm, I think that's really big in Moderna, is called... Um, Bailey and Gibson and they've like doubled their they went from like 1 billion to 2 billion in 2020 so like and they're really invested in Amazon um, (laughs) anything that's like like has to do with being online and stuff so yeah it's just it's just interesting and it's just sort of why when people are like oh well the science says this it's like okay well you follow the money without science science and you tell me if you still still trust it sciences can be is often used as a tool to affect the market i mean that's just like or oh he went to harvard it's like well china donates millions of dollars to the harvard medical center so it's like it's just like when who's paying your bills do you know what i mean like who signs your check at the end of the day i feel like those are usually the people who are in charge it's not like the dude shuffling paperwork telling people like no yeah it's in no it's in no one's best interest for us not to have vaccines and uh 
for us to go back to life as normal, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, to support local. That's not in anyone's best interest. Mm -hmm. Not anyone's best interest to ditch Amazon. Like I haven't bought, I haven't ordered on Amazon in a really long time. And I actually, even for online shopping, I just really try not to. Like, I don't know. It's just like, I've accepted that my lifestyle will change and like the things that I own will change. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm totally to do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just like, I'm totally willing to like forego some luxuries Mm -hmm. because I think Kat posted a thing today and it was like, this is, it's never going back to normal. Uh This is not like, we're never going to see life the way it was before. Yeah. Even international travel at this point, I feel like that is a long way off from happening. Like it's a luxury to travel, even though it's cheap as fuck, but like, I know that you still can. It just seems like it seems irresponsible at this time. It's like, well, I have no desire. Especially to... if you're just vacationing, I guess. Like if yeah. you're going somewhere on a work visa, you're gonna be yeah. there for six months. You're gonna do all the rules, whatever. I guess fine, but like it feels wrong. Like I, I don't, I don't respect a lot of the rules, but international travel just seems wildly irresponsible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless, yeah, like I said, unless you're like moving from a country to another country or something like that. Mm-hmm. But a vacation seems. Well, and I think it's funny, too, because everyone really follows um, celebrities and stuff. And celebrities are like, wear your mask, stay home, do this. But they're all out working and making their money and going to parties and stuff. They're like, oh, well, we got COVID tested. It's like, well, we don't all have the luxury of getting COVID tested every single time we leave the house. So it's just sort of frustrating when the people who are shoving it down your throat to go and do this mm-hmm. can actually just live however they want. And it, it won't affect them to tell you to go and do something, to stay home and don't go see your grandma and you're a bad person if you do that. But I'm going to go and do it because I got COVID tested because I'm oh, a celebrity. Yeah. yeah, well, the politicians doing that kind politicians of stuff was too. like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Rules for me and not for thee or whatever. Yeah, and I just wonder, like, the, it's like the new variant stuff where it's like, I feel like, never ending like it makes me just want to puke actually uh-huh. when I think about it uh-huh. I'm like oh god now there's gonna be another one we gotta get vaccinated for and until everyone does that it's like oh god I'm like what is this life gonna be <laughs> for like the plus the like mounting political agenda the growing divide between mm-hmm. who's following the rules and who isn't mm-hmm. oh god I feel like there's a pressure building in society and I feel like I think I was talking about energy. You know, when you repress repress emotions, mm-hmm. repress things in mm-hmm. your life, you know, you're not flowing. And if you repress shit enough, mm-hmm. your life will literally implode. Well, I, I it do... Explode, actually. It will explode. Yeah. I experienced that in my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it all works the same. It's like, that's why... So it's happening right now. It's like, mm-hmm. there's a repression of... Well, and it's going to manifest as a financial collapse, kind of essentially. Like, I think it will manifest in sort of a recession-y type thing where... Yeah, I heard that there's like 50, almost 50% of people, this was a report done by MNP, almost 50% of people are on the brink of insolvency right now, which I don't don't know if that was Alberta-wide. MNP is in Alberta, like is in Medicine Hat. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Well, even think about the vaccine. So like... Because there's always, like, usually a, a bubble, right? And the bubble pops. So, like, if, if the Bailey and Gibson investment firm alone doubled in profit, it just 
they can't keep going up from there. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't continue to go up from there. If you're, like, as big and you have as much money as you possibly had and now everybody doesn't want these vaccines they just invested billions of dollars into, everyone's going to start buying their stocks back. And then that's how the stock market collapses. And I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen and it's going to happen across the board, but it's just, like, if everybody... If the stocks are doing so well now, everybody's buying stocks. It's sort of the housing market thing when everybody went out and bought houses, Mm -hmm. but there was no value in anything. Everything was just... Mm -hmm on hearsay and say so and I, I'll pay it I'll pay it and now everything's online and it's digital and I just feel like there's it's going to create that pressure bubble financially and eventually something's going to happen and people are going to eventually run out of that money the government's going to run out of money to give us and it's just gonna Ooh, yeah that's the government that's like the government is spending I don't even know they're how much money. run out of money too I think well they're talking about the, universal the basic income I heard from where Trudeau said it. I know, but from where? I like, know. if we're already like, what are we like, four hundred, four billion, forty billion dollars? I think they're in already. It is a universal like basic income, and it's called CRB. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, when they put you in a position where you're like not no longer allowed to earn your own money, and you have to take it, you're kind of destitute, and now you're like, yeah, and you can't like take a domesticated animal and put him back in the wild. Yeah, so then you're reliant on the system that's going to collapse, and then. So you're relying on the government to make money. You can't get a job. You're told to isolate. So it's like you become a really disconnected And then the government person. has to start rationing because they start running yeah. out of supplies. You know, it's the like, farmers don't want to work anymore. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about, like, mental health and spiritual health and, like, um, how part of my, like, process was to disconnect from everything mm-hmm. and, like, be alone and, like... Obviously, I was able to navigate through that, but, like, I think about the people that aren't Mm -hmm. able to navigate, like, don't have the resources and skills, but I was almost, like, I was, like, kind of entertaining the idea that, like, you know, what if this isn't all evil, like, you know, because I kind of was looking at the pandemic, like, I think it's been orchestrated to a certain extent, Mm -hmm. just, um, Well, there's also crimes of opportunity, do you know what I mean? Right. I feel like anything that wasn't orchestrated... It's like, because you even hear, like, the politicians are like, this is the political opportunity to change the world, and, like, now we have the perfect opportunity to do this. No, this is the perfect opportunity for that. And it's like, maybe they didn't plan it. Maybe there is no they. Maybe there's no agenda. But this is the perfect opportunity to, like, take away your freedom so that you can't own anything and you'll be happy about it. Yeah, they were talking about taking away, like, well, people lose their houses Mm -hmm. then. Then what? Well, that's like the Great Reset. Their whole thing is that you will own nothing and you'll love it. And that, that's the world. That ec- sounds like communism. That's the to World me. Economic Forum. That's like yeah. those. These are the high, they're right next to the World Health Organization as far. But they're the finances. They they mm-hmm. they help finance all of everything. They do all the stuff. So for them to be talking about it and for them to be now, they're now they're saying that they think the next big pandemic is going to be a cyber pandemic of people getting their shit hacked and like big places, banks. Oh, yeah. Energy companies, things like this. Across the board, just getting hacked, your money getting taken. This is the other thing about Bitcoin and stuff that I worry about. Because I'm like, man, if I put everything online, what if... I know they say they can't. It's all encrypted and this and that. But, like... Well, right now it's encrypted. Well, they do... There is, like, a science behind, like, how hard it is to because of the decentralization of it. But even my PayPal got hacked. And they used to say that PayPal was, like, unhackable. So right. it's like, what happens if I put all my money into something in thin air and the system sort of collapses and 
Yeah, I'm talking more worst case scenario. I'm not trying to like say this is all definitely going to happen, but I'm just saying there is some info that says that this could be the trajectory that we're on. I kind of think, and I've said this before, like the more we rely on external systems, such as like uh, Bitcoin or something like that, Mm -hmm. requires computers and internet. Internet, yeah. That so we're we're, like relying on a system that AT and T gets hacked and now become vulnerable on their phones. Well, and like, what if? you know what am I trying to say like all of a sudden we have no more metal Mm -hmm. then we're gonna have to go fly to space and mine the moon to get metal and then we have what happens if we don't have a moon well then we don't have a fucking tide or something like I don't know it's just like it's not sustainable it's just like so I'm kind of like advocating and thinking about like a return to like return to the land mm-hmm. return to our local shit mm-hmm. look around you like when gas network with, and you know fuel make partnerships a ton, you're gonna want to be able to have food yeah. nearby that you know you can get a fucking yeah. red like, pepper take your for less than five dollars a piece and like yeah so i'm kind of just like these huge structures of power and economics and stuff i'm just like so just like i really don't feel like they're good anymore but like to circle back to the respect thing too i feel like that's sort of why it's frustrating because we we want to exist outside of these sort of external structures yeah and with the masks and all of it being sort of a part of that i feel like it's like without hearing our entire story you just think i'm a bad person who doesn't want to wear masks but you don't hear all of the reasons why like even just take this last whatever 20 minutes for instance like people have reasons for the things that they do and it's not all just about you and I'm not, you know, like, I'm not targeting you. I'm not trying to make you sick. I'm not trying to kill your grandma. But I also don't have time to sit here for an hour and explain to you my reasonings for why I do the things that I do. I'd be willing to talk about it. Like, if people were willing to engage in conversation while I'm in public, I've thought about that. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not ever going to argue. Like, that's the thing is, like, when I don't wear a mask, I actually just don't want people to assume I am one of those crazies. (laughs) And even though I've looked at the the crazies arguments, um, and actually find some of them make valid points, believe it or not, um, but yeah, and it's like I just wish I'd like to even see on the uh, the opposite side of things, like for everyone just to like stop just attacking, getting angry at people. I know people that are like in this movement of like unmasked, like anti-mask and blah blah blah. blah. A better question might be to ask that person why they don't want to wear the mask in a gen, gen like a genuinely curious kind of way. Like, what is your reasoning? Because I guarantee that everybody has a different reason for why they don't want to wear it. Well, and I just don't want the people not wearing masks to be assholes either. Because it's like, you know, fucking be kind yeah. to people. Like, just because you have an MO and you think everyone's, mm. you're just perpetuating the problem. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But in my, I guess this is anecdotal or whatever. But like in my experience. People who aren't wearing masks are usually very pleasant to me and they're, they say hi and they smile and we usually have a little conversation and it's like, feels like life is normal. It's people who yeah. are wearing masks who glare at me and stare at me and say, you know, like make little offhand under the breath comments, but it's mm. very, way less people, but they're usually the angry ones and the people not wearing masks are usually delightful to interact with. And like, that's just my experience, but like yeah. the people wearing, not wearing masks aren't walking around angry. It's the people who are wearing them who are walking around angry. Well, I mean, I think there's anger on both sides. Sure. But I mean, in my experience of who, like I said, that's my experience. Yeah. I'm, I'm not running into people without masks on who are cranky. That's true. I guess I'm just concerned just like 
that people are just being, I just want everyone just to be nice to each other, you know? Well, and I'm usually nice if somebody's like, you need to be wearing a mask. doesn't happen very often, but I usually say thank you. I know. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm usually really polite and just sort of blow it off and walk away. Nobody's, like, chased me down or, like, been really mean to me or anything like that. I guess I wonder, like, what the impact that has for people. And, like, well, when they see me or does it stress them out? Does it infuriate them? Like, I just don't want to be a source of anger for people. Obviously, I can't be responsible for them feeling that way. I'm just trying to, like, just be aware of, like, Mm -hmm. the impact that I'm having with the people around me. Like, I guess I am aware of it. I just feel like... To walk around angry is a personal choice, and to walk around being mad at other people for their decisions is also kind of a personal choice. So I don't feel like it's me who's triggering them or angering them and really making them uncomfortable. It's their personal beliefs that are making them uncomfortable and making them angry. And I guess maybe that's just sort of why... I, I, I don't think about it anymore when I'm in the stores. It doesn't really bother me. I don't consider whether the person next to me is mad or whatever, because I feel like that I would just have anxiety all the time if I did that. Yeah, no, it doesn't give me anxiety. Like, I feel pretty confident, Mm -hmm. like, in my choice Mm -hmm. to not wear it when I choose not to. I don't want people to be upset with me, but I also, like I said, I can't wear... I'm just not going to wear it, and if people are going to be upset, it just, like, it sucks, but... Yeah, I guess I was... I guess my... I was thinking, I'm like, well, if I perceive um, judgment or anger, I would like to just maybe engage with those people Mm -hmm. to try and diffuse that anger to some extent and just... You know, I just think it's bad. This is just bad energy. Mm-hmm. I just don't all about. I just it's all. I just want to have good energy it's all around. You could have right? some good interactions too. Well, again, when yeah. your intention is to you have a good have interaction, a few, positive, a few positive. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like some some of those people even like a rational, positive conversation is. But just it's a like, planted seed, though. Sure. You can say, you can leave it with something, and yeah. you know that interact that person will remember that interaction, mm-hmm. and they will stew on it. And they'll try and figure out who like try and understand you and they might come up with reasons but it's like the thing is if they never resolve it they'll, they'll still pop I into guess. their mind it could still pop into their mind but 10 years time, later i'm just trying to grocery shop you know oh yeah sometimes sure. i'm just at the Again. grocery store trying to grocery shop and i just don't want to change this person's mind or plant a seed i'm just trying to go about my life well sure but depends I think, on your mood i guess you know just like having a positive impact and just like if you feel inclined to do it it's just you know, having a ripple effect, I guess. Mm-hmm. If if I honestly don't, when I am in stores, like I don't actually notice anyone judging me yeah. or like seemingly angry. I see at the me. odd person. Look Maybe twice. I just have blinders on, but I yeah. don't know. When I first started not wearing a mask in the very beginning of all this, I was pretty hyper aware of people looking at me, and I could like kind of feel that they were doing stuff. But now I just. Mm-hmm. I just mosey on, and usually it's only the I can tell when people sort of double take and stuff. But sometimes it almost seems like they're double taking because they're like. When you see someone else not wearing a mask, and you're wearing a mask, but you don't want to be wearing a mask, it almost, like, validates or feels like it gives you permission. Like, hey, look at her walking around without a mask. Maybe I don't have to wear one either. And I know that that's probably what some people would consider a negative ripple effect of me not wearing my mask. Mm -hmm. But I like the idea that somebody who's really uncomfortable wearing it could see somebody out not wearing it and still have that positive ripple effect just maybe in the opposite direction of maybe somebody feeling like oh shit I maybe I could go to the grocery store and not get harassed and not get have anxiety about not wearing it yeah that's true I know there's a lot of people that are scared to not wear it and they don't actually agree and And maybe they don't have people in their circle that like are supportive of that and 
haven't really seen or experienced people who are kind of living their lives sort of normally. So it sort of gives the permission to do so. And then the people who are pro-maskers are like, you're you're making other people not wear masks now because you're not wearing a mask. But I don't think that's a negative thing, I guess. I think it's a positive thing. Well, it'd be kind of interesting to, like, and I there this has might have been done, but just, like, get a unanimous vote, like, citywide, like, what people actually feel mm-hmm. like. Like, take a survey. And, like, I know they have done surveys, and a lot of people, like, a large majority, like, I, I don't know if it was the majority, but, like, a, quite a high number of people are, like, don't actually want most of this stuff so maybe that's just something that would be like but even if it went the other way i'm still not gonna wear it i feel like you know what if, i mean if, if, they... if every person in the city voted and a lot of them said yes i think i would respect that decision a lot more than dina hinshaw telling me to wear a mask just for a temporary amount of time because i wouldn't want to be like the person that like um separated a community sure I think you do your let. I think it wouldn't be you though. Do you know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. wouldn't be separating the community. You could you could do it that way or whatever. But I just think there's still gonna be so many people who aren't gonna want to. That side's always yeah. going to exist. Yeah, that's true. But I just would like you know more of like a localized, yeah, like team effort. Well, I feel like right now the local people are very good citizens and they're just trying to follow the rules and mm-hmm. you know. They and I really respect them for that, but I'm like I also wonder what they really think. And it'd be nice they're to just following like, to the get, rules, but what do they think? It'd be cool to get everybody just like living their authentic truth. You know, if you don't want to wear the mask, don't wear it. If you love the mask, wear it. And then that that'd be like a good, better way to vote almost. Because yeah. then you'd go to the grocery store and you'd get an actual representation of who thinks this is crazy yeah. and who's still down. So Maybe I think I'm gonna do a poll on this post. I'll pull everyone that okay. I know. Do mask it. or no mask. Uh, is that a good poll? Just mask or no mask? Well, and maybe like, especially, especially specifically at like bigger places, you know, like, yeah. cause that's sort of what you're asking is like, cause you know, like local businesses, I think always have the right to make decisions. And then I have the right to decide whether I'm going to continue to shop there. But Walmart and stuff like that, like, should I be wearing a mask in, in Walmart? Because there's so many people who don't think like me and don't, wouldn't understand my point of view. And that would be more likely to be upset or stressed out by it Mm. someone in a small local business i feel like usually knows what's up for the most part it's the people at walmart that are maybe still a little bit in the dark about this thing maybe being a little out of hand perhaps i mean i think it's like i i had a conversation with this girl and it's someone and she's younger than me and it's she seems like a really good, like, outstanding citizen, uh-huh. let's say. And, like, she was, like, right on the same page as me. And I was just like, you know, I was like, this is surprising to me that, like, you think in a lot of the same ways I think. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I think that we'd probably be surprised about, you know, that demographic and what they actually think. Uh-huh. And that's what I just want to hear more about what people actually think. And I think that was, like, the problem... That's the problem to begin with is like everyone's scared to share what they actually think mm-hmm. with like a bigger audience or like, you know, to even have community support because mm-hmm. it's that um, the rule breakers that are <laughs> um, like I'm fine to be a rule breaker because I believe, well, conformity is the uh, the killer of what innovation Mm -hmm. solutions Mm -hmm. um yeah so like i'm fine being a Mm non-conformist but i think a lot of people are conformists so i don't know i just like 
Would all my non-conformist friends now are very, being very conformist, and it's like throwing me for a loop. Like all my like hippie rebel, you know, like resistance friends are all like, wear your mask, get your vaccine, and I'm just like, what upside down world am I living in? I made I made it's a point. I made a point to this girl, and I said, I think what the difference is is like. I think Medicine Hut's like even like quite a religious community. There's lots of churches here. Mm-hmm. And also, so to me, so let's say liberals and religious people, there's like that's the difference, like let's say conservative and liberal. And the liberal liberalism is to me really closely linked with atheism. Mm-hmm. And because atheism is kind of what to me seems like the governing um, uh, spiritualism, it becomes like science is the religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of what I see with a lot of liberal people. And that, government is the religion. Some people really yeah to their government too. Well, and the liberals have power right now too, so that's an interesting thought. And um, anyways, I was saying like conservatives are when, when the majority of a population is spiritual in whatever element, it's like they listen to themselves and God. Well, because they believe that their human rights come from a higher power and not yeah. the government. Yeah, yeah. So they feel like their beliefs override someone saying, oh, the government told me to. It's like, okay, well, God told me, so. Yeah, so that was the point. It was like, you know, I think when you're governed by God mm-hmm. as opposed to the lower level of government, then and you're... And scientific lackeys. Yeah, so you're a little bit more free thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really depends what... Uh, your church is doing like there's a lot of indoctrination that can occur in certain sects of churches um but i mean i've there's some religious people i mean i know a lot of people that go to church and i've been uh, connected to the dream center church which i don't even know is still operational but whatever and they're all like really good-hearted people and i feel like you know i kind of just attributed that aspect um for like the our community's health and um, the reason why our numbers are so low and, mm-hmm. um, but also the way that they think. I feel like a lot of people actually think similarly to us, but yeah, I'd just be curious to see. I wish I could do a citywide poll. Maybe the city has done one. Maybe I'm not researched. I don't know. Well, it's hard to get everybody cause like Facebook is one demographic. The newspaper is one demographic. Your Instagram is going to be one demographic for the most part. I mean, there's always oh, going to yeah. be, but totally. it's hard to get everybody i mean unless you did a, a poll in each group and then somehow pulled those numbers together but like well i think the city could um, the newspaper people would say yes masks almost definitely facebook people might even say yes masks, but instagram people might say no um so i guess it really depends where you're gonna do your poll well it'd have to be through well i couldn't do it but through my own resources mm-hmm. it would be like a city yeah uh government like local government sort of effort i think and we're gonna get i guess but younger people then might not be a part of the poll because they might not care enough to take. Yeah, the there'd have to be. I think there'd have to be a fair amount of advertising. Yeah, uh, and like, obviously, you wouldn't get everyone. But like, but the thing is, too, also, the, the, you the would answer, need canvassers. But though. then the answer is just gonna piss some people off too, because it's almost the same thing. Because even if everybody votes yes on masks. Yeah, but I guess I'm community focused, and I feel like everyone deserves a voice, and no, I, just I know, I'm know just, everyone's voice. No, I know. I'm just saying. I could. I'm just seeing how it would play out, because like. Just a poll wouldn't be enough for the other side. Well, there'd be things to do afterwards for yeah. sure, but I think that collecting that kind of data would be awesome. And I feel like 
It'd be good to know. It'd be good to know. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so I feel like we kind of covered yeah, we all the things. Yeah, in there. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I don't really know where to go after that, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to post a poll, and you should do it. Mm-hmm. Do you else? love the self-appointed medical monarchy, or do you want to keep your freedoms? <laughs> Basically, the, the poll. <laughs> <laughs> or if you have any actual thought, like any nuances that came to mind, just send a message on Instagram. I would be happy to hear your perspective. All right. Bye. Bye.